What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, he started off in secular music from serving his country to taking care of his family and transitioning his love from hip-hop to spreading God's word. It gives me great honor to introduce to you William T. Stars. Okay, so you were born in Virginia and always had a love for music. And you graduated from college. You're a family man. You're a husband, an entrepreneur. You have a clothing line. And you're a Christian hip-hop music artist. But we're going to begin when you grew up in Virginia. And you didn't always have a music career in the gospel industry, right? So let's start there. How did that come about? Um, I was born in Portsmouth, uh, grew up in Virginia. I'm from Virginia. Um, you know, I started doing secular hip hop with my cousin, um, when I was 13 years old. So, you know, I've been rapping since young teen years, uh, started out rapping instrumentals, um, and, you know, mixtapes. And then, you know, I was 18 years old getting into 21 and older clubs just to perform and do things like that. So, uh, around about 18, 19, I was when I joined the military. Uh, I actually joined the military to get out of a record contract uh, that I had signed. We had signed and we got shelled for personal reasons. Basically, my cousin had a falling out with the manager and he shelled us. So, you know, we talked to the lawyers. They was like, um, the only way you're going to get out of this contract is if you either go to college or enlist in the military. So, you know, I enlisted in the military. I got married to my wife at 19. No, I was 20. She was 19. So I got married uh, right out of basic training um, in between, you know, going to my first duty station um, and then got to my first duty station, a uh, station in Oklahoma, still doing hip hop, uh, only East Coast rapper there that was actually, you know what I'm saying, making make, making music that was converting Southwesterns into listening to East Coast music. You know, this was back 2000, 2001 when, you know, No Lemon and all of that was just coming up. And, um, you know, so uh, doing, doing hip hop, doing hip hop. Um, but yeah, um, turn, turn, turned about 20, uh, 27, uh, somewhere around up in there, um, got deployed to Iraq, uh, came back from Iraq, still doing music, had two, dropped two albums as a secular solo artist, dropped two albums, some albums did, you know, excellent as far as underground markets go. Uh, but when I turned, um, about 30, I don't know. I put out a group album um, with my cousin at the time, and then uh, the name of the group was Created Equal. Put that album out, had a single for that. That was when I actually experienced what the world has to say as success in the music, you know what I'm saying, industry and music business. That's when I could go places and have my name shouted out and, you know, um, getting uh, features and, and things like that. That was during that time frame. Um, so around 2000 and, um, let's say 2011, 2012, that was when I got saved. So I was from 2013 to 2013, I was secular. So that's 20 years of just straight, you know what I'm saying? Bars from wherever, whatever I wanted to say, however I wanted to say it. That's what, you know, um, I rapped about. I rapped about my life. I put what I was doing, um, in my music, so I was very uh, transparent as far as what I was living and what I was talking about. 
when I got um, 2013 or 2012 or whatever, um, that's when I put out my last secular record. Um, but that was also when I got saved on my 33rd uh, birthday. I actually got saved on my 33rd birthday. And I had been saved, you know, saying before growing up, you know, um, going down to the altar, even in the military, I would walk to the altar and give my life to God. But I would leave out same man I was that I walked in. I just added some words to my vocabulary. Um, but this time, when I went before God, I had reason to need to, to need God to come into my life, to need Jesus. Um, I had went through um, legal troubles. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my works had led me into legal troubles. And, um, you know, I tell this testimony because this is my origin to what led me to Christ. Um, in that struggle was when I was at the height of what the world considers success. Um, and in that was when the Lord knocked me down to the bottom and I was allowed to hit rock bottom. And that's when I realized, I have to say this, that I didn't have love in my life. I didn't have love in the people that surrounded me. There was a respect for my status, but as for the man um, that I was, they didn't know me because I never let him out. Um, you know, as far as the people, the women, you know what I'm saying? The, the genuine love, I didn't have that. So that's what led me to Christ because my award, my reward for my works led me to a road of despair and, and death and, you know, near death experiences and just a, a life of chaos. And when I came out of that, it only took me one moment of silence, one day, one night of silence from the world for me to realize that I had led myself here. And the only one that was going to get me back from where I was, was the one that I had heard about being made of love. And that was God. So that's why I turned to God. Now, you know, I hear that preacher voice in you. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. And I know you heard that before because <laughs> the way you laughed, I, I know you heard that before. I heard a preacher tone coming for towards the end of your talk. So we just going to put that in the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you first started going from secular to gospel, how much flack did you get? Because I have talked to many secular artists who went yeah. to gospel and they pretty much had this. They all pretty much have the same answer, but I want to hear your answer. What response did you get? To be my, I received no slack. Uh, when people found out I was a gospel artist, I had been gone for seven years. Um, there was a seven-year break in between my secular and and first gospel gospel record. When I came when people when when I came back out as a gospel artist, I began going through old connects to reestablish the man that I was now. So a lot of, I wanted people to know the changes that, that God had done for me. And they was like, man, we, you still got it. You know, I'm, I'm glad to see somebody doing something positive. Uh, uh, um, you know, um, we look up to you more now, um, you know, and it was never, I haven't come across someone that would call me fake or, you know, anything like that, it's been received because they received the man that I was in sin. 
So, and they received him being as genuine because I've always been a man of honor and integrity. It was just done all in vain because it was all done towards my own benefit. Even though I would look out an umbrella, it was still making sure I was okay at the end of the day. I never rained on someone else to get to where I was. So I never had to worry about that then. But when I came out as a Christian artist, the reception was them accepting that I had found God. So, you know, and that's, that's through my mom, that's through, you know, my wife, my, my mother-in-law, you know what I'm saying? The receptance for me, you know, a lot of people saying we already knew, you, even then there was something different about you. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've ran into little slack. Don't, a few people are like, I don't listen to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, that's perfectly fine. You know, but as far as me receiving direct slack, I, have, I haven't had none. I've only had uplifting and encouragement um, from, 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 from basically the shelf of who I've come across. So that's the blessing in knowing that God is moving his music and moving me through this music because the resistance is little. Amen. Now, do you remember the movie Brown Sugar? Uh, vaguely. I mean, I remember some actors and scenes. Okay. I know I've seen it, but. Okay. Now, there was a question she used to ask all her artists, uh, all her hip-hop artists, and yeah. I'm going to ask you that question. Do you remember the day that you fell in love with hip-hop? Even though I know you're a Christian artist, but you are still a hip-hop Christian artist. But yeah. do you remember that moment you fell in love with hip-hop? I fell in love with doing music before mm -hmm. I uh, fell in love with hearing music. Um, my first, when I first time I ever recorded, um, I freestyled the whole first verse. Um, it ain't like I wanted to be a rapper leading up to that point. You know, uh, my cousin, he actually wanted to be a rapper. He, he was the one that listened to all the tapes and, you know, uh, his daddy had the studio wall of music and things like that. I actually thought I could sing when I was little. The, when I realized that, hey, I had a, I had a skill for it. Like I enjoyed creating the music because I could draw, you know, other things that I was creative at, but I wasn't doing music. And then when I discovered that I could do music, you know, it just grew from there. And then, you know, so I've always been my favorite artist. Um, and I've always related to artists that would say something that I would say. So, you know, um, I didn't get big into the hip hop uh, scene until I was old enough to identify myself with other other rappers, you know, the, the um, Tribe Called Quest and the, you know, uh, Refugees, you know, that's when I started buying records. And then I actually had to go in time warps in order to dig up some of the stuff that, you know, um, a lot of the hip hop heads consider uh, classics now, you know, um, your, your Big Daddy Kane's and all that. Like I had to go back to get that era, um, the, the DMXs and the locks, you know, the Jada Kiss, you know, uh, Lord Banks, that's when I was of age, you know, adulthood. And then that's also when I was fulfilling what I thought was success as a rapper. Same time they was eating where they was, that's when I was eating where I was. So I've always um, placed myself in, in um, genres with who was out mainstream, but I ain't never feel as though, you know, I looked up to or, you know, fell in love with what they was doing. It was always a love for what I was able to create in the situations that, that I was in. Okay. All right. So your love of music, I do love your music. I'm, I'm, I'm going to yeah. put it out there. I, I I was feeling it. Like I said, I revisited today 
before our interview. So I was like, okay, he got bars. I, all right, all right, I hear you. Now Amen. I don't want to I don't want to boast about your music, so I'm gonna let you do it. I'm gonna let you talk about the songs you have out right now. Amen. Um, I got I have three songs out right now. Um, my first single release was Going In. Um, I put Going In out. That was the first song I put out. Um, January one of 2020. And uh, when I put that song out, I didn't consider myself as a Christian rapper. I just put the song out, you know, uploaded it, uh, put it out, you know, Facebook. Uh, but I didn't consider myself a Christian rapper. Um, I just knew I could rap and I knew the word of God and I made a song. It was worthy of people hearing, but it wasn't at the, at, at the platform that it's at now. Um, it wasn't until I accepted that uh, God had wanted to use me uh, to do Christian rap and to minister and mentor that the song actually, uh, the song blew up before I even was, uh, wanted to be out there with it like right. the song had like maybe 150,000 views and I was still like all right this song's doing all right you know I still, <laughs> you know I still didn't you know uh you know my wife be like what you want to do with this I was like I don't know you know I, I I just I just did what the Lord told me to do Lord told me to make a record put it out there that's what I did right um, but it wasn't until I accepted his purpose for me putting it out there that the platform for it actually began folding so that's when the network started building and, and then the credibility and, and, you know, things like that started building. So going in is, is, is worldwide, you know, it's Aaron on, I mean, it's um, regular rotation on Praise 104, radio nationwide. Um, it got added to 462 uh, Spotify playlists last year. Um, it's over 100,000 um, views on several different platforms. So going in is, as far as I'm concerned, that's a broken record. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then that led me to um, release uh, It Would Be Fine, which is my second single. And I wanted to put a song out that connected with the times and, you know, um, have that message of actually turning to God um, in it. You know, going in was more about, you know, being solidified in your foundation with God already. It would be fine was um, telling people to turn to God, you know, and th that was the difference that I wanted to uh, put out when I put the two songs out. So, uh, but It Would Be Fine is a totally different caliber of video. Uh, it was both shot by my brother, um, Bryce, Brian Ice Leonard. You know, he did a wonderful job shooting. Yes, both he did. Videos. But uh, we definitely networked up. Uh, he also shot my Book of Trinity EP, uh, my short film that's on YouTube as well. So, um, but um, It Would Be Fine has opened me up to a totally different genre of fan base. You know, um, older people are, are, are loving that song and then the younger people being able to pick up on the message in the song. So, you know, and, and then, you know, you have different nationalities or different music genres that can relate to it'll be fine, it will be fine that can't necessarily relate to going in and vice versa. So I put them out there to try to corner a market for myself. And then I have the international single with uh, C. White that was, um, the name of that song is My Life. And she is a phenomenal gospel singer from Nigeria. So we put that song out. So those are the three songs that I have right now that's available on, you know, Spotify, uh, in, not Instagram, it was on Instagram too, but uh, Spotify, um, Pandora, you know, iHeart for available for streaming and download, those three singles there. And um, 
you know, but the music, man, I, I have to, the, the thing about me doing Christian rap is this. In order for me to be able to express myself lyrically when I was secular, I had to be doing something. The same thing applies for me being a Christian hip hop artist. I have to be in Christ, in the presence of God, to be able to express what he's doing for me lyrically. Mm -hmm. If not, then my, my, my words would return void. I wouldn't have nothing to talk about. So the fact that I can put songs out and gives me content, which means God gives, gives me life. You know what I'm saying? He gives mm -hmm. me content. He gives me reason. He gives me purpose. And, and, and that's what separates me from being a secular artist and a Christian hip hop artist is that secular, I gave myself purpose and I did it because I felt like I had something to do or prove. I don't have anything to do. I mean, I don't have anything to prove in Christian hip hop. That's why I don't battle. I don't freestyle because the things that I'm saying has a message that has to flow through me and they don't just come out sporadically. It takes a life experience for some of these balls to, 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 to run together. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that's, you know, so that's, that's the gist of uh, those three singles going in. It'll be fine. And uh, my life, you know, I put three songs out with kind of a different feel. You know, my life got that Carib Caribbean kind of, uh, you know, uh, bop to it. Give you a little bit of more, little, little more head bop, less than going in, but more than it'll be fine. You right. know what I'm saying? So I tried to, you know, um, give it some variety to, to, to show the versatility of myself as an artist. Now, when you came up with your songs, now, were they intentional or did the Lord just actually just give you those songs or a combination of the two? It's, 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 it's a combination. Um, going in, I wrote to be fly. Um, it would be fine. I wrote it to be emotional. Um, my, my life, I wrote it to hit hard you know what i'm saying hit mm -hmm. home um but every one of those songs was written um according to you can, i can't say according to what i was going through at the time it was more according to what the beat spoke to me um being a lyricist i only rapped a certain kind of beat the beat got to kind of give me some words mm -hmm. and you know once it gives me the words and i'm off and running all i need is a rhythm you know what I'm saying? And I take it and it's off and running. But as far as the Lord giving it to me, what I say has to coincide with what the Bible says. Um, and and so even the experience is it all, I don't understand the way that I rap, but it, it kind of tells a story from beginning to end. If you listen to it one verse all the way through, you'll get a right. short story. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. that's, I'm trying to tell something the entire time. So it's not like I'm just you know, just throwing out random words that rhyme. It's never how I've been an artist. But my raps make more sense now because they can be compared to what the Bible says versus when I was secular, you had to compare it to me. If you ain't know me, you might not have knew what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So the story might not have made sense. Some of the things I might have said, you might not have been able to catch because you wasn't, you know, in the circle that I was in, therefore, you know, whatever. But being a Christian rapper and receiving what the Lord gives me to talk about, everything that I say can be understood in the spirit. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's definitely from God. Um, I don't believe I would be able to rap if I didn't listen to what God wanted me to say. You know, I cried writing, it would be fine. And they didn't have a word on the paper. 
Um, I got the beat. <laughs> I got the beat. You know, I was in my garage. I was, you know, zoning out. And I got the track. The track was just, you know, just raw, raw beat. You know, no guitar playing, no singing on it. You know, and I cried at the rhythm that I was rapping. And I ain't have a word. And, wow. you know, that, you know, and I was just like, I said, Lord, this song going to be, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, so I was like, all right. And then I think I wrote, um, I wrote that song maybe two nights, took me two nights to write, um, it will be wow. fine. Um, you know, and it was just like, and with creating, it would be fine. You know, I had two 16s and a hook and then I let my brother Mike Mines hear it. And he was like, uh, you know, he was like, man, this is lyrically, you know, sound, this is dope. And he sent me back a text message and he was humming on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I need that hum on it. I need that hum on it. <laughs> and he like, you know, he was like, man, I'm a, you know, I found a, a woman artist. I'm hearing a woman on it. I was like, nah, I'm hearing you on it. I would love for you to be on it. He was like, man, I'm honored. So, you know, we came together, you know, uh, came to the studio. We was in the studio mm-hmm. just to record uh, my part and his part. And there was a guitar player in there um, through my engineer, EF, one of his um, connects. And he was like, man, I'm just loving this song. I would love to play a few strums on it. Like, okay, word, let me hear you. You know, let me hear you. He started strumming. He played one time through. And I, and I went out into the breezeway. And I'm like, Lord, do you hear how this song has come into an uh, a, a epic just... Just coming together. Uh, yeah. Just together. And, um, you know, so after we put it all down and it would be fine, came out, I was like, yo, this song is so different. It's something more than just rap. Something that, uh, you know, it has guitar, it has singing, it has bars, it has meaning. This isn't just a straight rap out there, you know, expecting it to touch people. That's why I was just curious of how it came about. I mean, if it was something that the Lord gave to you or did you just sit down and just come up with it? But... You said it's a combo, and you and the fact that you heard the music first, then the words is amazing to me too. So, okay, so so did you write the music, or someone presented the music to you? Like somebody was like, "Hey, I got these tracks for you. Check it out and see what you can do with it." Like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, partner man, uh, IQ. Um, uh, he had you know he had his beat, and um, you know he sent me a few tracks, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I need this one." And he held it for me. You know, he held that beat for me maybe uh, a month and some change. He was like, yo, people keep coming at me for this track, but uh, I'm holding it for me. The spirit telling me to hold it for you. I'm like, well, okay. please hold it for me. You know. Um, <laughs> then hold it. <laughs> you know, um, but as far as, you know, getting the rights and things like that, making sure he had the finances. Uh, I had the finances for him and all of that. He held it for me. And then when I sent it back to him, man, he was like, you make me only want to make beats for Christian rap. Like, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you know, he was like, man, he was like, he's just so grateful that a work mm-hmm. of his is being used to uplift the kingdom, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get any anything I want from IQ now, you know, beats up. Beat, hey, I dropped me some more, you know. Yeah, I got like five songs from him right now that's finished for the album. So it was mm-hmm. definitely a spiritual, a spiritual connection. And I know you don't, you don't like to compare yourself to nobody, but all I keep hearing is Slick Rick. Cause you're talking about storytelling, storytelling. Cause that's that was slick Rick thing. It was that he was a storyteller. But Indeed you know that's for that that was our you know for us old heads. Y'all probably yeah. don't know nothing about that. Most of y'all young folks that might be listening. Y'all don't know about that. But, you know. Anyway, there's yeah. here there. Um. So you have a clothing line too. So I want to yeah. talk about that. Let's let's talk about your clothing line. 
GG2G, um, that's Give Glory to God. Um, the clothing line, the brand, the movement um, is all to give glory to God. So um, I have the um, I have the hats that I'm usually wearing, but you know today I wanted to look nice and spiffy for you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know I'm expanding the clothing line. Um, it's available at WilliamTStars.com. I got the um, fitted hats and the t-shirts. I got the um, custom mask that's going to be strolling. Um, we yelling GG2G across the mask. So um, those will be available soon. Um, and then I'm just looking at, you know, brand and bill. You know, there's another clothing line that I'm actually endorsing. Um, coming soon, Jesus. Uh, those, that clothing line as well, you know, that'll be available up on my website. So um, definitely just looking for ways to, and, and the reason why it's GG2G and that, something specific to me, is whether or not you know me as an artist um, or know me personally, you know, this is a brand that you can associate with if you associate with the kingdom of God. So, you know, giving glory to God is something that we all do. And, um, you know, the brand and the affiliation itself goes above me and, and goes straight to the source. So, you know. Amen. Um, I want a mask. Indeed. I got you coming. Okay. <laughs> Put my order in. I want a mask. Okay, that's messed up the mask or like the fashion thing now. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm behind the power curve. <laughs> right. Mask and, and, and the cue the mask, the better. That's just so dumb. But anyway, Laura Break is free from mask. Now, um, I do have a question for you. Um, if you could collaborate with any artist, any artist, who would it be and why? Um, I would collaborate um, with Brian Courtney Wilson. Uh, he is, you know, one of my favorite um, gospel artists. Um, but he ha he has my favorite gospel song, um, which is Amen. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I just, I just, you know, I, I just love his tone. I love his music, you know. And I, you know, I, I, I can hear myself coming behind him on one of his, you know, songs because he has that um, choir choirist feel, but it's only him. And <laughs> that old school choir, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I just want to, you know, put a song out there with him and uh, see how that, see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> now, what kind of church did you go to? Did you talking about old school choir? What, what, what church did you go to? If you don't mind me asking. I know. I, I grew up in a Baptist church. I grew up in a Baptist. Uh, okay, church. so you do understand the old, the old choirs and the oh, long, and they, stretched out services. And, and, and they, we in, we in there all day. <laughs> Indeed, I definitely understand that. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you get it. Okay, so what's next for you? Um, 2021, I have a lot of things going, glory to God. I have two TV shows on Roku. Oh, um, amen. Uh, amen, that's going to be Aaron. Uh, one is called GG2G Affiliated. That's my show that's going to be on the Big Mind Entertainment platform. Um, on that show, I'm going to be um, interviewing other kingdom-minded individuals and not just artists, um, but they have to have an entrepreneur side. So where if they're, you know, uh, a painter, but yet, you know, they're, the, what's funding their painting is a side business or, you know, whether they're knitting, you know, anything that they're doing to help bring finances to themselves because the point of GG2G Affiliated is the network itself helps the network itself. Um, so if you can, um, support yourself you don't have to um worry about your gifts being swallowed in order to 
move your music further. And through a strong body or a network, which is the body of Christ, you can get what you need done without having to uh, prostitute yourself out to, you know, large uh, loans and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's why the had me build up a network the same way I came up, you know, being knowing DJs, knowing um, authors, you know, realms that I shouldn't even be in, jazz singers, you know, um, mm-hmm. these things, these people need platforms just like the artists do. And um, what I'm going to do is expose the kingdom-minded entrepreneurs for what they are, people that are working in their gifts, but they're being blessed by God to be able to do and perform their gifts. And that'll show, you know, the Lord's true ministry for, for what it is in that monetary value. Amen. Amen. What was that and, old saying? Um, if you teach a man to fish, he'll never starve. There so, you go. Amen. You I go. like that. That's amen. what's up. So when is that going to air? Um, or what's a projective date that you're uh, hoping February. that air? I have, it, I have it up in February. I have it okay. up in February. All I'm right. going to have a show on Roku, Amazon. It's going to be on VTV TV. That's um, through Optimus Entertainment. And that is a Christian hip-hop countdown that I'll be hosting. So I'll be hosting the top 10 Christian hip-hop t- countdown. That'll be, um, again, um, airing on VTV, on Roku TV as well. I have a radio station that I'm anchoring with Miss Eloise, Miss Louise, uh, Dynamic Dynasty uh, Radio. I'll be launching that with her. That's her brand. But I'll be anchoring and launching that. Um, and then I have the um, finance responsibility um, seminars and webinars that I'm be, I'll be um, doing as well. I am a licensed broker for life insurance and um, writing annuities and uh you know, um, credit repair specialist. And then I also do a little bit of binary trading. So these are things that, you know, will help fund you financially so that you're not moving yourself and stressing yourself over the riches of the land that God has already provided you. But through a lack of knowledge, you don't know how to take advantage of. All right. Look at you. Your plate ain't full. You got a a to-go plate. (laughs) You got a Chinese takeout plate. (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm talking about (laughs) and don't forget you'll be on my show by the time this airs you'll be back on oh you'll be on my live show february 3rd we'll be all right all right so um where can people find you besides Um, all the stuff you just named but where can people (laughs) find you besides all that uh um google search william t stars s-t-a-r-z-z um, all my Google uh, feeds that pop up, videos, links, and bios. And make sure you add me on your Facebook, uh, William T. Stars. And my personal page on Facebook is William Womack Jr. And that's where I do a lot of my networking and marketing from. So if you really want to hit me up, hit me up on my William Womack Jr. page. I'll see that probably six days before I see the one from the William T. Stars <laughs> page. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Instagram, um, um, is at William T. Stalls. Uh, the website is WilliamTStalls.com. And, um, you know, you may be able to come across some of my affiliate pages and things like that coming soon. Uh, Praise 104, uh, you know, Dynamic Dynasty, Optimus, you know, pages like that I post up on a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely here for networking and, and building up the kingdom of God. I, I believe that, um, like my man um, side say, it does take a village, you know, um, and uh, we definitely have to work together and show uh, God's true grace 
um, and, and it's not just through your hands, you know, it's to, you're blessed to be a blessing. And I believe That's that, right. you know, Gigi is going to show that. That's right. That's something I say every day. I said, Lord, I don't want to do this just for me. I want to do this to bless other people. That's, that's, that's the main goal. Um, that brings up a question I meant to ask you earlier. How did you come up with stars anyway? Um, when I, well, when I was secular, my name was Trinity star. Uh, okay. the name actually came, you know, my name was Trinity for a long time before I knew who the real Trinity was. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name was Trinity for a long time. And then my cousin, his name was Sky. He was the one I rapped with my whole life. His name was Sky. So he actually brought me, uh, maybe, 20, I don't know, 18, 19 years ago, brought me the alias star. And um, I adopted it to Trinity Stars. And um, before I put out my first project, I was Trinity Star. So I've always okay. as Trinity Stars. William T is me, you know, William T. Womack, that's my real name. So... Um, like Paul the Saul, uh, God gave me a new name in William T. Stalls, but he allowed my past um, experiences to represent his now experience so I can go from being the man that I am to the man that I was, and they both are allowed to glorify God in William T. Stalls. Amen. Just so people will know, now they know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's your last question. You ready? I ask this of everybody, and you cannot use any of your songs. I okay. say that for a reason. If you could have any song be your theme song, when you walk into a room, what would it be and why? <laughs> um. <laughs> any song. Um. Yeah, I ain't never, I ain't never, ever, ever thought about that. Any song that could be... <laughs> You know what? I would just say this because it's actually my favorite, my favorite song. Uh, Maxwell's Woman Word. I'm walking. I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking. Everybody, look, the lights are hitting me. It's just gonna go. Ah, I'm just standing there like this, looking around the room. <laughs> Magical uh, fog pull up. <laughs> Okay, so now why? <laughs> nah, that's because I just love the song. I think it's I think it's one of the most beautiful songs um, by a male singer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been cracking them high notes for a long time. I, I just I just love the song. Love it's that just, falsetto, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually do. You you heard? You know, it'll be fine. You know, my man Mike, he crushed that falsetto, so you know I. <laughs> I'll be right there with him. Where? Well, <laughs> nah. Oh man, I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed you. you this this was fun. I thank you for having. Me. All right, have a good one. Tell the misses and the babies I say hello. Likewise. Thank you so much for being on my show. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed you. And I'm so excited you'll be back to join me on World of Church Girl Live. So 2021 is here and it has started off with a bang. I am so thankful for all the great things that God is doing for me and for all of you. With that being said, have you subscribed yet? What are you waiting for? This is 2021. Now, come on now. Hit that subscription button so you will never miss another episode. 
and I am alive now. Not only can you hear me, you can see me and you can catch all my guests live and in person. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.